Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. We've been hearing about the growth of blockchain technology for many years and now with the emergence of Web3 activities, there is an opportunity for further growth in this area. In particular, my next guest, Laura Walsh from Gamify, believes that there's potential for Ireland to become a global hub for blockchain and Web3 activities. Laura, before we discuss opportunity for Ireland in this space, I would like to get an insight into your own background. Good morning and thank you for having me. Sure. So I started back in 2017, the end of 2017, helping out a project called LoyalCoin out of the Philippines. Now I've been in Asia for about 17 years, so uh, I was helping them with their roadshow, one of the first blockchain projects to come out of the Philippines. Uh, Then I moved to what's called NEM Protocol, N-E-M, and I was leading the, uh, the country office out of Thailand, and after that, I then progressed to being uh, the executive secretary of the NEM protocol. It was about 2020 when I left NEM, and then I moved to NEAR protocol, which is another blockchain protocol, and I helped them uh, launch their Aurora bridge, which is now an Aurora protocol. And so after that, though, an opportunity was presented to me, and I joined Launchpool as their COO. And then I stayed with Launchpool for about six months, and around November, October of last year, we uh, decided to branch out and make an IDEO platform for blockchain-based games. And so I uh, became the CEO of Gamify, and that's where I am right now. And before we discuss your role at Gamify, can you explain the term blockchain? What does it mean in layman's language? Because it's, it's a term that most people will have heard of, but I'm not sure everybody will understand. Sure, sure. So think of a blockchain like a digitized ledger. Okay, so there's, there's something going in and something coming out. Now that's all digitized, which somebody would say, well, hold on, that's a spreadsheet. However, um, with uh, closed ledgers, you can't see what's happening. A blockchain is a public digital ledger. So anyone can see what goes in, anyone can see what goes out. So it's completely traceable, completely transparent, and completely public. So that's basically the very, very short version of what a blockchain is. You were also one of the founders of the Launchpool Web3 Techstars Accelerator. Tell us about the aims of that program and the type of companies which it supports. Sure. So Techstars is actually a global, um, global tech accelerator, and usually it does uh, traditional, traditional startups. Um, this is the first tech accelerator, the first Techstars accelerator ever held in Ireland. And not only that, it's the first Web3 chain agnostic uh, accelerator held in Ireland. And that's, that's a little bit different because they've done uh, one more with Filecoin, but that means you have to build on their protocol. Ours was a bit different. You can build on anything you want, any type of protocol you'd like. Um, and we, uh, we had nine projects come all the way through, and they range. There's uh, one that is um, championing barter, bringing barter to the blockchain, all the way to um, doing tokenized uh, music, music concerts and festivals and helping artists to crowdsource their EPs. So it's a, it's a wide range of companies, but Techstars usually does um, technology companies, early stage tech startups, and uh, they've had massive success so far. So we're really happy to bring it to Ireland. 
And as the Accelerator programme nears its conclusion at this point, what's the likelihood of the programme returning to Dublin next year? Well, so far we have every plan to, um, to come back. Uh, applications should be opening in September for the second class. So this was just the first class. And what we like to say is Techstars is forever. It's for life. So we have a give first mentality and uh, Techstars is for life. So any of the mentors or any of the projects or any of the people involved with this first cohort, they can always come back to us at any time and ask for any assistance or help. So uh, we are very, very adamant that we, we do this again next year. So um, hopefully, fingers crossed with everything going well, we will open our applications up in September again for any other Web3 projects that are looking to uh, get some acceleration assistance and, uh, and to launch with us. You also hold the role of Chief Executive with Gamify. What is Gamify all about? Sure. Well, Gamify is, a, again, you said blockchain. So it's a blockchain-based gaming IDO platform. Now, and I'll, I'll go real quick here so nobody gets bored to tears. Um, an IDO platform is an initial decentralized exchange offering. So basically, we usually cater to indie games, so small developers, smaller studios. They're looking to launch their game, get a community, and get some funding. So instead of doing the VC rounds, which they can also do, they come to us and uh, we help them uh, crowdsource their funding from our community. Um, so we have, uh, we have a regulatory compliant um, a community who would like to, if they like the project, they can, um, they can buy an allocation in it. So that's what we do. And we try to bring together um, more esports and gaming people with the more crypto people and kind of blend them together because we are all working towards the same goal eventually, um, so we like to bring those two together. So that's what we do at Gamify. And how popular are blockchain-enabled games right now, and what particular game genres and gamers are most interested in? So they're pretty popular. However, with the, with the current market downturn, just about everything is, is on a, a bit of a back foot. But games seems to be, gaming and metaverse seem to be the parts of the ecosystem that are still attracting the most interest and investment. So you have, for example, play-to-earn games. I don't like that term, play-to-earn. I like play-and-earn because playing shouldn't be a job. Um, we have NFT-enabled games. So you have in-game assets, just like you're playing on your, your um, eSports or regular video games now in any of your in-game ecosystems, just that your NFT can be your in-game assets, say your sword, your, your avatar, your skin, and then you can use it either in other games or sell it on an open market. So you have full ownership of that. Um, I know there's one project out of, out of the UK that's now bringing horse racing, full-on horse racing to the uh, to Gamify universe, so have virtual races. And with the metaverse, it opens up even more uh, to have virtual games, competitions, uh, absolute full tournaments, and one of our Techstars projects is doing that. One of the Irish, one of the ones based in Ireland is doing that, the digital collectibles, so it's very exciting. So for anyone listening to this morning's show that's interested in developing a game on the blockchain, what steps do they need to take? Oh, well, there are a lot of steps you need to take. First off, uh, you need to know how to develop a game. You can't just go, hey, I like a blockchain and I'd like to... Uh, I'd like to do a game. You have to know what you're doing with gaming because what we've found with uh, the games that don't do so well, because they're not fun. Games always have to be fun. You can't overlook that part of, a, of building a video game. So you're building a video game. You're building a video game. However, you have to think 
of the token economy in the game, and that has to be an integral part of any type of game you build. You, it can't be slapped on as an afterthought. You will, be, you, know, you will not succeed. So that's where they need to start. They need really good game developers. They need fun gameplay, and they need to have a token economy as integral to their game. And what's involved then in having it placed on the blockchain? Usually having it placed on the, the blockchain, it could be a bunch of different ways. It doesn't actually have to be gameplay on the blockchain. So, for example, two esports teams can have a tournament in the metaverse. So it's a virtual tournament done online in the metaverse with your avatar. Your, um, your viewers or your community, your fans can watch this tournament in your stadium in the metaverse. And this can all be put on the blockchain. So your access ticket or your digital collectible of the tournament, there's all many different things that can be kind of, let's say, tokenized, yes? Because a token is really just an asset. It's just a digital asset. Um, So it doesn't have to be the actual gameplay on the blockchain sometimes that we're not there yet. So Laura, where do you see the greatest opportunities in this space? Totally in the in the metaverse, or um, people don't like the word NFT, but NFTs are so much more than just uh, JPEGs uh, on a blockchain. Um, they are their tickets, their identity, their digital collectibles. So I see, I actually see the most uh, opportunity in the metaverse and with NFTs. We'll be doing a lot more uh, virtually. We will be using NFTs for things that we don't even know you're using them for, and that's the, whole, that's the whole point, is to not know that you're using these NFTs. But your ticket is your digital ticket, but that's an NFT as well. So I see the most, um, the most opportunity there. There's just so many ways and so much innovation happening at such a fast pace. It's mind-boggling. And Laura, I know that you believe Ireland has the potential to become a global hub for both blockchain and Web3 activities. Well, take a look at Ireland's history with uh, its tech companies. I mean, most of the big tech companies have their HQs in Ireland, More, not just for, you know, I'd like to go to Ireland, but everyone loves to do that. But uh, it's, Ireland is traditionally tech-friendly, tech-business-friendly, and that's why uh, the headquarters of things like Coinbase, Stripe, uh, have located there. Um, the talent I'm, com- I'm seeing coming out of Ireland and the, uh, the companies that want to launch there, seriously smart people and seriously good companies. Um, and I just see them, if, if there was a little bit more support, I could see this being a pretty big, you know, almost the next wave of, um, of tech innovation happening in Ireland. And it's, it's hotter than you think, even with the, uh, again, with the current market downturn. It's not slowing the building. So what needs to happen in order for us to realise our potential in this space? Well, the new, um, is whether you call it MICA or MICA, the Markets in Crypto Assets rules that just came down from the EU, um, mostly these are okay, um, and they've excluded some things like NFTs and digital collectibles and uh, self-hosted wallets away from the regulations, so that's helpful. Now, while there needs to be some regulation, there needs to be education. People need to be educated, and companies need to be able to conduct business. Now, there's a really big problem with um, companies that deal with digital assets getting access to traditional financial instruments, even as a bank account. Um, And small startups are having a really hard time um, just with regulations in the EU. Uh, Silicon Republic just recently had an article um, where startups are like, we need more help. 
the regulatory system is a bit overbearing, and we need more help just from setting up bank accounts, legal, things like that. So if you set up, say, like um, Enterprise Ireland was a bit more uh, helpful with some some of these Web3 companies, I think it would give Ireland a really big uh, leg up. And just to give you a number, um, there was an estimate from KPMG that $30 billion was invested in blockchain and crypto last year in 2021. Ireland stands to miss out on that, and the rate of investment actually hasn't slowed. So if you're thinking of that, I mean, look at the job creation, look at the business opportunities. It's just, it's there. Ireland should take it. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Laura Walsh from Gamify, and I'd like to thank Laura for sharing her insights into this exciting area. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.